Time to get your dose of more fuzz with Mr. Weirdbeard and the More Fuzz Podcast. Hi Fuzzers and a very warm welcome to episode 105 of the More Fuzz Podcast and the third edition of the Fuzzy Forum. On each forum I'll be joined by two other members of the More Fuzz team to discuss the heavy scene and play you some of our favourite tracks. My name is Bob, aka Mr. Weirdbeard, and I'm delighted to welcome to the show Francois, aka Mr. Momo. Hello Francois. Hey, glad to be here. And also joining us is Torvald, okay, Mr. Black Kraken. Yes, hi there. Hi Torvald. Now, Francois, Torvald and I have each selected three tracks for you to enjoy. And our first song selections are by bands from our respective home nations. And first up is Francois. Well, yes, it was a tricky one because uh, <laughs> I don't think I've actually listened to any uh, French bands until the last uh, few years, right, when I got into the uh, heavier side of things. And there's actually a, a very good friend scene. And, you know, I, I'm lucky to count some of them as friends, like uh, Red Sanatakama or Decasia, but they are signed on Morpheus Records, so <laughs> it would have been cheating, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I went for uh, something a bit different, not necessarily uh, in the stoner scene, but uh, Guys, I love, I actually love them. Uh, they're called the Psychotic Monks. They're young, I think they're about 25 or something. And they, I've actually selected a track that was a, um, that was recorded live because uh, their, mu- their music really takes its full meaning live. And so the, uh, the song is, it's gone.
So that was the Psychotic Monks with It's Gone. Torvald, what did you make of that one? Yeah, it's uh, quite nice. It's uh, yeah, pretty nice noise, psych rock with some post-punk influences. It reminds me a bit of uh, the Swans or, or even some Sonic Youth influences. So, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Francois sent us a uh, uh, YouTube clip to watch and uh, you can certainly see the emotion mm -hmm. and the, and the yes. sort of passion in the, in the performance mm -hmm. and uh, I like the way it, it sort of peaks and troughs it goes you know the quiet loud quiet sort of thing mm -hmm. it's a and quite it's quite an formula mm -hmm. but it, it works mm -hmm. and it gets the crowd going and yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah the lighting was straight with the shadows and the uh, fog yeah, yeah it's what's yeah, interesting yeah no, I, I, I love the energy of, of this band and they're actually very committed in their music and, uh, and they really see it as a way of expressing something, mm -hmm. expressing a rage, expressing an angst, you know, a will to live and a will to, 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 to go behind things. And in concerts, they actually uh, talk a lot sometimes between their songs. 
Mm -hmm. It's very uh, interesting to see that, that these young, they have really a, a connection. The, the music, their music is not only music, right? There's a, there's a real uh, meaning beyond it for them, at least. And it really, as you said, it really gets uh, the crowd, uh, the crowd going. I think, I think it's all in up and downs. Um, but when it when it takes you, when when you when it when you get hung hung by it, yeah. it really uh, gets you uh, in a different state of mind, which is what I'm looking for in music most of the time. You know, really that uh, it can uh, get you. Uh, some place else, even other words, and, and I'm thinking uh, it's especially the case in live, where 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 the energy of the band communicates to the crowd. And that's where you you, you get your, uh, your your best moments. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and I selected this band because I, I miss shows. Oh. Like, like I guess we all do that. <laughs> because we all do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> especially me as a concert photographer. Yeah, so it's a pretty empty year. Hmm? In 2020. Hmm? Yeah, very much so. Hmm. Okay, let, um, move on to your selection then, please, Torvald. Okay, um, I selected a song by the German band The Moth, which, is, which are based in Hamburg. It's called Slowly to Die. It's from their second album, And Their Rise, from 2015. It's a band which has now three albums out and uh, at the moment they are working on their fourth album. They were in the studio this year and uh, they stopped, they had to stop when they were uh, preparing the vocals. Yeah, So that's some really sludgy stoner metal from Hamburg.
So that was The Moth with Slowly to Die. Francois, <laughs> what did you make of that one? Uh, so, uh, to be fair, I didn't listen to, 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 to the heaviest side of uh, Stoner for a while. Uh, I enjoy as much as uh, the next person, my, my Belzebong or my... Uh, uh, I forgot the name. <laughs> but, well, you know, the sludgiest side of things that say on my head god or whatever. On my downs from time to time. But, uh, but these are mainly things I would, uh, I would look for live, let's say. Uh, this is not really the kind of music I listen to uh, home. Especially in 2020, I must say in 2020, I went uh, full hippie. <laughs> only, yeah. only nice, only nice things. I wanted to listen only to nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Uplifting, There's enough sludge things. and doom outside. Yeah. <laughs> you have to but embrace the doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the band actually, uh, the most first time I heard of it, and uh, it's uh, it's well done. I would say it's well done sludge, but just not what I want to listen right now. No, that's fair comment. Uh, I'll confess now, I hadn't heard of any of your selections, either <laughs> of you. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all new for me. It's all good. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah, like you say, it um, starts off really heavy sludge, doesn't it? And do, but it gradually sort of builds up. And yeah, I think it's a great track. I really enjoyed it. Right. And then on to my selection, and my first one is uh, a band from Manchester in England called The Hyena Kill. And they have just released a single from their forthcoming new album called Bleached.
So that was bleached by the hyena kill. What did you guys think of that? I was surprised to hear that uh, new metal still existed. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that's what it made me think of a lot, right? Yeah, I say it. Uh, it uh, the song uh, to me, uh, well, it's, reminds me of the old. Uh, well, it's not. It's an evolution, of course, but it reminds me of the old corns and. Uh, yeah, they're quite the interesting because um, they were formed like quite a long time ago, actually, in 2012. And oh. originally they were a duo, and this is the first album they've done. They're now a four-piece. So originally they were a guitarist and a drummer, and they've now added another guitar and a bass player. And as a duo, they were very heavy, like aggressive. Sort of, that. I think I describe myself as like noise alternative rock. So yeah, I can see the new metal sort of thing there. But it'd be interesting to see where they where they go with the four-piece sound, how they like um, develop their sound with that. So um, just to say that the album is out on the 4th of March on, in 2021 for APF Records. Torvald? Yeah, that's it? interesting. Uh, my first reaction was, oh, it sounds like Oasis on heavy drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I... Uh, Instantly recognized the Manchester uh, dialect uh, tone. Yes, I said, ah, okay, they are from Manchester. And I looked yeah. it up and said, oh, Manchester, okay, I was right. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's pretty groovy. It's uh, really noise rock with uh, some hardcore elements. Uh, that's, I guess, what Francois means with new metal stuff like that. Yeah, um, they have a great bassline. Baseline is great, yeah, and they remind me really a bit of um, Enter Shikari or Deftones or even uh, the uh, English fellows Ooms, yeah. It would be interesting to see where they are going. Yes, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. Well, the voice reminded me a lot of, of the American new metal bands of the uh, early two uh, thousands. Really, voice and composition, mm. you know, uh, things like John in Pool or. Uh, not Lamb of God, Lamb of God was a bit more violent than that, but it's the first thing that, catch it, that, that caught me when I, when I heard this. So we're now on to our second selections, so it's back to you, Francois. So yeah, uh, I did a selection of, of uh, the track I listened to most, I think, this year, um, it's crowd rock, pure crowd rock. Nothing to, uh, nothing really new here, but it's new. It comes from Mexico. The album was out in 2020. The band is called Sai Steel, and uh, a pretty young band too. Very energetic guys. I think they are 20 something. So really young, really young guys. It's their first album. It's out on first. It was out on First Club Records, which uh, you may have guessed by now is kind of my favorite uh, shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seen some of your reviews. Yeah, you like, uh, <laughs> like First Club. And it's uh, it's really everything you want to hear in uh, for in a crowd rock piece.
So that was Emission by Say Still. Torval, did you enjoy yeah. that? Yeah, it was uh, quite nice. Yes, uh, Francois already said uh, it's really crowd rock. I also would more classify it as more space rock. It reminded me a bit of Electric Moon. And yes. yes, yeah. Great and, bands. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them. They're great. Mm-hmm. And they are pretty groovy. And um, I'm a bit, uh, still a bit uh, surprised because the band name is German. Sei still. Yeah. And mm. uh, yeah. And I looked up and they all, all seem to have moved to Berlin. They are yeah. now based in Berlin. Yes, yeah. I saw mm. that on their Bandcamp mm. page. Yeah. yeah. It's Berlin, Germany. Yeah, they didn't stay in Mexico for long. Or perhaps they are stranded in Berlin now. There's there's even a track called uh, Blumenkrieger, I see in the yeah, which is I saw it. Yeah, the flowers, flower war. Yeah, so I looked on their Facebook page and I saw they've rather optimistically um, got a tour date in March. It's in the, pretty in the UK. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they booked a whole tour in the UK, yeah. I yeah. Uh, it's very optimistic. I hope for their sake and everyone else's that it goes ahead. But, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But no, I'd, I'd, like you said earlier, Francois, about, you know, all the, the bad year we've had and everything. It, it was really cool just to put that on. I listened to the whole album, actually. And it, it was, yeah, really good, like, chilled out, sort of. I like the way that it, the, the rhythm just, it's steady all the way through, isn't it? And they sort of build around it, don't they? And it builds up towards the end of the song in this particular track. Yeah, really cool. If, you, if you're familiar with Crawl Rock, if you listen to bands like Noi or Ken, etc., this is something you, you, you'd be familiar with. But yeah, it's called uh, Motoric, actually. Motoric rhythm, so you know, cadence. It's very, yeah. I'm not technical. Very German, very German. Organized, Can you confirm that, Torvald? About the organ? It's very German. I'm not sure, I guess I'm not typical. I'm not that organized. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be, but I often fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not my world. <laughs> <laughs> but I was surprised to hear, to hear this song uh, coming coming from Mexico, you know, band from Mexico, coming from youngsters. As I said, mm-hmm. these guys are really, really young. In 2020, uh, I didn't think that anyone was still doing that kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because there's actually another Mexican band that released an album this year called uh, Parasito, uh, which is also pure crowd rock and which is also really great. So just a side note. Yeah. Or uh, people who like crowd rock. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Right. So I think we're going back in time a little bit, aren't we, for your next selection? Yes, a bit, of course. Uh, because, um, I, I choose the track Rip Van Winkle from the band Witch, which is an American stoner doom band, and which was founded by Jay Mathis of Dinosaur Jr. And yeah, they play Black Sabbath-influenced stoner doom. And this was a track which 
got me personally into Stoner Doom uh, around the time. Yeah, and the song is based on the short story from Microphone um, by Washington Irving from um, 1819. Yeah. It's quite enjoyable, and the whole debut album is really, really great, yes. They only released two albums in 2006, the debut album, which this track is from, and in 2008. And yeah, and last year I had the chance to see them twice in Berlin at the Desert Fest. Mm -hmm. And it was a really great show, yes, and I enjoyed it, yeah. <laughs>
So that was Witch with Rip Van Winkle. Francois, did you enjoy that? To be honest, I discovered, uh, as, as you said, they released only two albums and the second one was in 2008. So, uh, to be honest, I only discovered Witch on the late because these albums were released before I went to a stoner music at all, really. This is one of my favorite tracks with uh, Seer. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> and actually, trick. and actually, I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't say it's uh, it's that doom. You know, it's uh, really groovy. There's a lot of uh, yes. solo parts that uh, that go high mm. in uh, in notes, etc. There's a lot of guitars. There's a lot of uh, so it's it's still uh, it's still it's still pretty much on a rock to me, more than more than doom, I would say. But you know, okay, classification, it's always yes. the same. It's very same fluid, problem, but, it, but, it's, but it's fast. <laughs> yeah. But it's I, I mean, for stoner, it's fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. not- I mean, I, I would liken it more to Led Zeppelin rather than Sabbath, really. It's yeah. got got more of a, I don't know, more of a classic rock feel rather than a, a metal feel to me. And um, is it um, dual guitar? Is there two two guitars? Because I really like the guitar two, uh, in this as well. There are two guita- guitarists. I don't yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I said, I was there in Berlin last year too. First time I saw them live, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really didn't know them that much. Had a good time. A bit too early, though. But <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting that they're still playing live, but they haven't released any more material. Mm. No, not yet. I hope there will be some more coming. But, uh, I- I don't know, have they got other projects that they've been doing or something in the meantime? Yes, or? of course, JMS has, uh, also has Stanislaw Jr. They yeah. release an album, I guess, next year or so, yeah? So, perhaps this is where the time yeah. went into, yeah. yeah. But are they touring a lot or was uh, was was this tour in Europe uh, last year or something uh, exceptional? Uh, I guess it was exceptional, yeah. I haven't seen them live over the couple of years. It's the first time I saw them live in 2019. And I knew they were on the bills for some festivals this year, which didn't happen. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope uh, they will do some festivals, perhaps in 2021, when we have the chance to go to festivals again. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes, yes. <laughs> definitely. Please, please. And Lex too. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried, you mentioned Desert Fest. I'm worried about Desert Fest London. So I had a ticket for this year. Obviously, it carries over to 2021. But mm-hmm. it's only in the year, so I've got a Not bad sure. feeling. Yeah, it's end of April, isn't it? So yeah, might be a that, bit early. Get that vaccine out. Get it. Come on. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing I would uh, I, I wanted to add about which it's that there's actually another band called Witch, which is a Zamrock band from the late uh, 60s. Uh, check it out uh, if you like uh, the Hendrix uh, style music. It's great. Okay, there you go. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, actually, right. I actually knew about the Zamrock uh, band before I knew about which the American. Uh, <laughs> Right, um, go, well, back to the present day, and um, I've got a debut album now, and it's from um, a band called Drugbeard, which 
straight away gives you a bit of a clue what they're like. Um, they're, they're a Stone yes. of Doom trio from uh, Stone of Doom trio from Pennsylvania, and the track I've chosen is Plague Doctor. Oh 
So that was Drugbeard with Plague Doctor. Torvald, give me your verdict. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's okay. I can listen to it. Yes, yeah, it's okay. It uh, has a pretty lo-fi sound yeah, for uh, some Doom Sludge metal. Um, yeah, it sounds a bit like Smoke Mountain, and the vocals reminded me sometimes of a bit of uh, Vincent of Dope Throne. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, mm. and overall, it would be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, Francois. Yeah, my, my first thought was is that a uh, om worshiping band because it's not the same sound, but the uh, the drums and the bass sound the same. Really? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, they do, they do, they do, they do, and it's the same reason too. But I guess it's uh, it's there's a whole lot of bands that, that do that, but with a heavier sound. Uh, I'm into it, I'm into it, but but uh, yeah, it, I, I don't know why, but maybe because I, I've seen too much Om lately, but it instantly reminded me of Om uh, the the rhythmics, the rhythmics, the bass and the drums immediately reminded me of Om when I heard it. Yeah. I didn't make that connection, yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, I, well, the obvious one, which everyone would say, is sleep, I suppose. But and yeah. um, I like the sort of, um, I don't know, trippy, sort of hazy vocals. They do like that. It actually sounds quite back in the mix. I don't know if that's deliberate or if that's just mm-hmm. how it was recorded, but I quite like the way it's just it's sort of a bit... It is stoner, but there's a bit of psychedelia in there as well. I enjoyed it. Okay, already we're on to our last selection. So, um, Francois, it's back to you. And this is a bit of a rarity, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a track I actually, I have to tell a bit of history here. Yeah, go Um, for it. During the first confinement, we had a lot of time on our hands and on a, an obscure forum on the internet, we were discussing, we had a thread discussing the, the origins of stoner music, right? Etc. etc. in the 60s. So a lot of names came back, you know, like Blue Cheer, etc. But of course, Sabbath, the, the usual, but a bit, a bit more, uh, we, went, we went a bit deeper. And uh, I discovered this album uh, from a Swedish band called uh, Person Sound, which actually was uh, was recorded uh, during 68 or 69. Nobody is really, is really even really sure, not even themselves, right? <laughs> and uh, because after that, the, the band recorded this album, and after that they did more, more of a progish thing like uh, King Crimson and, uh, and stuff. So this was the only album with this sound that they did. And uh, and it was only the the it was only released in 2011. This uh, this album, and uh, I mean uh, I was I, I was take I was taken by surprise. It has everything. I mean, of course, the technology isn't there yet, but the sound you listen to it, it has everything. It's doom before doom, you know. It's really it really really struck me especially this song which is called uh, 
India Slight Return, which we won't listen to in, in its entirety because it's like uh, 30 minutes long.
So that was India Slight Return by Pearson Sound. It's all vowed. Give me, give me, give me your verdict. <laughs> this was a very interesting uh, track. Yeah, I, di I didn't know the band uh, uh, Pearson Sound and. It was interesting. I read up on the history of the band and uh, the all side pro uh, projects of them, and it's really interesting because they already have some really doomy bass influences or, or doomy bass sounds. And it's slow and yeah, it's reminding me really a lot of uh, yeah, Om, obvious Om, later Om Bong or Lamp of the Universe, which are the bands of today, and even might influence for the band resin yeah. and it's interesting because it's really psychedelic rock and pretty early for 90s uh, 67 68 it's really great I guess I have to listen to the whole album yes yeah hmm? I think um, it was a surprise for me to this uh, track yeah. Hmm? yeah would it Would it be fair to say it's going to divide opinion? A lot of people will not like it at all. Yes, <laughs> and obviously. Then, and <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I won't mm. say that I loved it either. It just, um, I don't know. It just didn't go anywhere for me. It just, I don't know. Maybe if I listen to the whole album, I'll have a different opinion, but it just, and it, there's definitely, you, Well, my interpretation of jazz is, or modern jazz is in there. Yeah, it's not for me, I'm afraid, but I can imagine at the time it was pretty like, whoa, you know, where's this come from? People <laughs> 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 so, so, that heard it in 1968, they, they, must, yeah. they, they must have uh, had uh, quite, a, quite a time, eh? Uh, I mean, is there, I was trying to work out even what instruments were in there. It, it must have been some like saxophone or something. Yes, saxophone. Yeah, there's there's some sax here. I'm not the biggest fan of saxophones, so uh, but it's okay in the song. Yes, yeah. Hmm? Uh, it's really, uh, as I said, we, we had this uh, we had this conversation, so we listened to a lot of band from late '60s, early '70s, and and that was the one that really. Uh, That, that really made me say, well, nothing is new, actually. It's uh, the heaviness of it, the, the um, sluggishness of it, you could say. You know, it's really, it's really uh, swampy for a song that old. You know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a clear um, bad, you know, bad feeling about it. It makes you un uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. You know? Presumably it was recorded live. I don't know in where. It, it doesn't sound like it's in a studio. It sounds because it sounds really like massive, doesn't it? If you know what I mean. It's just the sound is sort of all encompassing. But I think what you were saying earlier, Francois, about um, listening to Doom, you'd rather listen to it live than at home. I think mm. I'd be happier listening to that live. It's, a, it's all in context, isn't it? Sitting, sitting at home in my living room listening to that was sort of a bit, you know, didn't really do a lot for me, but I can imagine being there and watching the whole, but I don't know how many, how many members are in the band. 
probably a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know how many uh, of these albums put out, but I think, I think six or seven. Yeah, so if he was yeah. there, you know, surrounded by this wall of sound, and it'd be a totally different experience, but maybe it's um, one I'll have to revisit. Listen to the whole album once. I mean, it's it was really a, a discovery for me in the term that I didn't know that it was possible to do this kind of sound uh, that early, and that people were actually doing it. Yeah, very creative use of uh, instruments and stuff like that for that time. Yes. Yeah. Hmm? Did Did you have to give up a couple of hours to listen to it, Francois? <laughs> to give up? Sorry. A couple of hours was it quite a long album? Uh, it's uh, I don't remember. I can I can tell you. <laughs> it's it's the only one, so you don't have to uh, for all of it. It's it's two hours actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I genuinely didn't Sorry. know that. I didn't look. <laughs> Sorry. Right, and we've gone from well, I don't know what psychedelic jazz. Is going to help what I'm going to call that to your next selection, Torvald. Yes, something completely different <laughs> to the last track. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, one of uh, the pick of one of my top albums of 2020. It's from a young Danish band called Convent. It's an all female band, a four piece, and They released a debut album in January 2020, which is called Puritan Mesokissen, and they play death doom metal. Yeah, and they released uh, a demo in 2017, if I remember correctly, and last year they played at the two biggest festivals in Denmark, in Roskilde and in Copenhagen. Yeah, and so it's. Quite interesting that they got uh, a debut album out in 2020, which also got snagged up by a bigger label, by Napalm Records. Yeah. And it's really heavy, evil, and really melody-driven. I, I think it's great, yeah. That's why it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so that was Convent with Puritan Masochism. Francois, put <laughs> uh, the horns up for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not into grow at all. So that it, uh, that this, it's, it's, so it's a no-go for me. I, I'm not, I'm just can't. You know, I like I like I like my heavy stuff, uh, as I said, uh, as, a new, as, a, as anyone. But I'm more more lord, uh, you know, uh, a bit slower than that. And, and grow grow just doesn't do it for me. I'm impervious to grow. So sorry. Uh, that being said, it's always nice to see uh, more women in metal. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well. That was the overriding thing for me was the vocals. It's just, it's incredible. Because I, I watched it on YouTube and it's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did not expect that voice to come out. And that's amazing. And like you say, uh, Torvald, to be picked up by um, Napalm yes, yeah. for your mm -hmm. debut, that's quite impressive, isn't it? And the, the crowd they were playing to at that festival was huge. So they're obviously very popular. Yeah, and let's see where they go. Right, so... Is that instrumentally, uh, no problem. Good. But I... Rob just breaks it for me, sorry. <laughs> don't have to apologise. We all have different tastes, don't we? <laughs> we can see that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be glad about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, isn't it? That's what it's all about. So, we're going on another tangent now because um, my last selection is a band from Australia and they're called Honeybone, a psych garage trio with metathesiophobia.
So you just heard Metathesophobia by Honeybone. Francois, what did you make of that? Well, yeah, this is more my kind of, uh, of stuff laid out. You know, there are uh, stars on the album, speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> stars on the, on the uh, design of the album speaks to me. But the um, it's interesting, the, the Australians have a really good, uh, you know, psych out, space rock, uh, really slow and uh, atmosphere building stuff with band like uh, Comacoser, which I yep. love. Very cool. So this is the same kind of uh, same kind of, of influence I think and uh, yeah really laid out something you would like to uh, wa- to hear uh, at night yeah at night watching the stars you know just with a nice glass of whatever is uh, your uh, your thing in the middle of nowhere yeah I like um, it yeah the uh, new discovery from it well side discovery are uh, I got amongst the many promos get sent um, this come through so this is actually their second full-length album um, but they were a new band to me uh, the album is called Spheres and you can get the vinyl over here in Europe through Cosmic Artifacts if that is your thing and yeah this this track is the longest one on the, on the album and there's short ones are sort of Bit sort of 70s inspired, I suppose. Quite, um, I thought this one was quite heavy compared to some of the other songs. I sort of compared it a bit to um, like Elder or something like that. Like you say, quite big soundscapes and very cool band. Talk about? Yes, uh, was really impressed by the fuzzy psych rock, and you already mentioned Elder and. Uh, I can hear some elder influences in, in them, yeah, and yeah, I, I like that, yeah, and let's see what they come up with next, I guess, yeah. Hmm? I would all, would love to see them live. Yeah, in Australia, it'd be nice. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah. us, a lot of elder indeed, yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe you know the um, uh, lore. I would compare it to, to the lore period. Yeah, the er- earlier album. Yeah. yeah. Lore was 2015, and it's old now. Wow. <laughs> where have those five years gone? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will definitely give a, give a listen to the whole album. It gave me a, it gave me a good uh, first taste. Good. That's what we like to hear. And that, I'm afraid, was the last track. So all it leaves me to say is thanks very much for um, joining me on this episode of the Fuzzy Forum. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Yes. It's great that we had a a, a very eclectic selection. Let's say. I hope that people will uh, take it. Will take uh, everyone. Everyone can find something in what we played tonight. Yeah, I hope so. Yes, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, that's the aim. The aim is to um, 
give a bit of variety. Get the listeners to um, learn a bit more about our team at Morfuzz and our tastes and likes. And uh, I think we've certainly done that in this episode. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for organising us. My pleasure. So that just leaves me to say, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. Thanks for tuning in. And until the next time, take care and keep fuzzing.